Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. Today joining me is the incredibly talented, funny, hilarious Chase Mitchell at Chase Mitt on Twitter. Uh, you may know Chase. He wrote for The uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. He's previously been on the podcast, one of our streams back at the beginning of the pandemic. He had never seen The Wire. Today, Chase Mitchell has never seen Doctor Who, but he rewrote it and we read his script, and it is incredible. Wonderful time. You're going to love it. Uh, please check out Chase. He is at Chase Mitt on Twitter. He's a staff writer for The jo- Show. Come on, Kyle. He's a staff writer for the show Inside Job on Netflix. He's working for The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. He's just he's so he's very funny. Find him on Instagram. Find him on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Find us on patreon.com slash it. I'll have a little clip of one of our cool new Patreon shows at the end of this episode. The show is called Character Study, and we pick TV show characters' favorite movies. We talk about Veep today, so I'll put that at the end. Patreon.com slash it. Find us on Instagram and Twitter. We're playing Never Seen It Bingo on there, and you can play as well. And so just find us on the socials. I'm at Kyle Ayers. We're joined by Daniel Shar on this episode. He's he's wonderful. You know him. He's been on here a bunch. Chase Mitchell has never seen Doctor Who, but he... Re- <laughs> How can I not say rewrote at this point? You rewrote Doctor Who. Enjoy the episode. Here we are. This sounds like a good starting point, I think. This is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite... Famous movies and TV shows. They, my voice sounds really good today. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it sound um, mellifluous? Yeah, pretty sultry. Isn't I actually don't even. I, I don't even know. What That's the movie I with just, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Maleficent. Oh, I just heard that somewhere. I thought it, I I pulled it out. It sounds great. I'm not yeah. going to even look it up. I'm going to say it's even, applicable. Like, even the 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 word <laughs> itself sounds good. It does. I like when a word sounds like the definition of the word. Not an onomatopoeia, but like mm-hmm. yeah. that word sounds. With the word you said. I can't remember what it is already. It's uh, Maleficent. Malif- that word sounds very Maleficent. <laughs> that is the movie. Uh, today, ha- joining me, having never seen Doctor Who, Chase Mitchell is back. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I have also never seen Doctor Who, and I'm going to go out on a massive limb here and say the resident having never seen anything guest we have here, Daniel Shar is back as well. Correct. Thank you for being here. Shar. thank you for wearing the same shirt as me. Hey, anytime. <laughs> it's very embarrassing. Mine is sweatier. Uh, I don't know. Doctor Who is one of these shows. We've done it on here before and talked about it a little bit. It's humongous. Yeah. But we never... It's been on... 
I don't know how many hundred like not it's like hundreds. A, I mean, seasons, it's, it's, but like, it's, it's, it seems like an institution, uh, right? In in the UK, like it's you know, yeah, it's gone through all these iterations. Like, like a, part, the part of it level like a, of like being around. Yeah, it's it, and it all it has this like almost like James Bond type thing to it, where there's like it's just understood that there's always going to be a doctor. It's just always a person that just, just keeps kind of rotating. Like it has like a James Bond thing to it where everyone's mad about who they pick no matter <laughs> yeah. what it is. Exactly. I know that Matt Smith is, was a Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah, I had no... So actually that's kind of weird because I had no exposure to that guy whatsoever because I'm not a Doctor Who person. So I had no idea who he was and then all of a sudden I feel like this year like I have just seen so much of him out of nowhere. Like he's on that the new like Game of Thrones yeah. show. And what he's what in the it? crown. He was in Morbius. Yeah. Morbius and he like danced yes. around oh in Morbius God. and became he like a big is, situation. Yeah, he's like kind of a. He actually is really the only one kind of having having a good time in Morbius. I will say. <laughs> I did not. See, you saw Morbius. Uh, I Yeah, it was a you know a slow a slow <laughs> like a that, slow Saturday. I like that. I said you saw it and you said I watched it. Like it's like a different way of consuming it. <laughs> I experienced it. I didn't take it in. The but images it did and sounds in front of me. Uh, washed over me. Um, I saw. Clip. I did register them as occurring. Yeah. <laughs> Legally, I've seen it. Yeah. If a cop, you know, you're a cop, you have to tell me it's entrapment. But I know I saw someone tell Matt Smith that they. Saw Keanu Reeves watching Morbius, and that seemed like the happiest thing. He was like, he couldn't even believe it. Like, guys, watch. I was on a plane, and Keanu Reeves watched Morbius. He's like, why? I don't know. We're on a plane. Yeah, he's having a big year. It's a good. He's he's got the good like. He's, he, he's attractive and doesn't oh, look like anyone he? else. Look. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I uh, made what I thought was like a pretty harmless uh, joke about him on on. Uh, Twitter like a few weeks ago mm-hmm. um, I think whenever the first episode of that House of the Dragon ran uh, and something about him just you know looking kind of weird and his uh, like stands like you can tell because it's it, immediately it's like a bunch of people with him as their yeah. avatar it's like if you make like a Taylor Swift yeah they're or searching like a, his name <laughs> or like a Zack Snyder god I don't even want to say it out loud because they'll find me <laughs> um, they, I bet the Zack Snyder stands are the ones who have like an audio Google alert yeah, yeah. where they like have <laughs> made a robot that, and it like looks like the cyborg icon on their thing they they've, are intense people they've developed telepathy where now if like just now when I said that like a bunch of them just like sat up right <laughs> <laughs> so you said something in the Matt Matt Smith stands that's a he's, interesting group to find very, yourself in um, well look obviously like he's an actor so you have to be like a certain amount of like Good looking to be an actor, so I'm not sure. saying that he's he's not like ugly for a person. He might just be, you know, kind of weird looking for a guy. He's at the Adam Driver different. School of Handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got his his eyes are like kind of impossibly like back there. Like they're just really <laughs> they are just really in there. Like if you tried to do the like uh three stooges thing to him, you would need really long fingers. <laughs> Uh, ironically, the only person who can get him with that is Morbius. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I assume he has long fingers he's got, when yeah, he's they a, do. a, a vac- That's a good a vampire. Guess, yeah. I almost called him a vacuum. I forgot what the thing was. Because it's a Dracula. And he's a Roomba. He's a Vacula? <laughs> I think he's a good actor. It's crazy that he is now, like when, when House of the Dragon, which I am really enjoying, mm-hmm. and upset that I'm enjoying, I didn't want to be back in this. Yeah. I, can't, I couldn't. I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And then the first episode was great. And I was like, I can't believe I'm fucking, now I'm fucking watching this whole show, no matter what. 
Because I've little, done it before. Yes. It's, it's been a weird push and pull with it because I, I am liking it also. And I found it to be like a little bit of like a slow start. But it keeps keeping me going. Mm-hmm. And then – but it also is doing like – I guess it's it's all – it's a little bit of like the – it's the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them to the Game of Thrones. Sure. Like Harry Potter. Like it's, it's like it's all ba- – this is based on one book this time. And as I understand it, the book is sort of like a fake – history of this one family so it's a little bit mm-hmm. like different it's not as like far-reaching and stuff like that and so they're doing these like huge time jumps every episode which yeah. is feels like to me like they are burning through like an incredible amount of story at like a ridiculous it, well, pace. it is like what happened in those 10 years it's like a time jump where they're recasting people yeah or making people what uh viserys i'm not sure the actor's name but he is so in, the makeup on him is so incredibly funny now <laughs> yeah. because he's so old and the joke is that it, they can't believe he's still alive and he's still alive in the world where everyone looks like they're fucking dead all the time anyways. Right. And it's just, it is, uh, but I'm still here. I don't know how long they'll keep it going. I want, I don't know if it'll turn into a, like a milking for money thing or that if they'll just do it at the pace it should go. Yeah. It, maybe it's like a HBO like crossover and in the final episode he'll just be the Crypt Keeper puppet from Four the Tales from show. the Crypt yeah. and they're bringing that back. Yeah. That gave me nightmares when I was a kid. I watched oh, the man. Tales from the Crypt like out my door. I could see the TV and my mm-hmm. parents would watch it and I would like the intro where the Tales from the Crypt guy like sits up really fast yeah. or whatever. Oh. I have nightmares. I don't now. Well, you know, I wouldn't tell you if I did. But <laughs> <laughs> that gave me nightmares when I was a kid. I didn't know what it was. And then you watch it as an adult and you're like, "Oh, I'm a coward. Yeah, it's not even supposed to be scary. I don't think it's supposed to be like campy and funny. Yeah, I actually really like Tales from the Crypt, and that's one of those ones that's like it's really hard. It's like almost impossible to uh, like find it. Like, uh, so just, um, not to name drop, but uh, I, I know uh, Rich Summer a little bit from from Mad Men. He uh, he's like a big fan of Tales from the Crypt, and he's like tweeted about it a lot and stuff like that. And he told me that he like. Tracked down. I think you have to like buy it on like DVD or something, which I also think is very hard to find or something like yeah. that. Like it's, but um, yeah, it's, it, I, I, I actually right now I'm also like reading. The only books that I read are about TV, and the book that I'm reading right now is like a history of HBO. And I've gotten to the point now where they're, they just launched oh, Tales, really? Tales from the Crypt, okay. and it's like a big deal for them because they like got a bunch of like cool actors to come and be on it, and like a bunch of great directors, like Rob Zemeckis uh, came and, or Bob Zemeckis, Bob, uh, Bob Zemeckis came and like directed an episode and and like Tom Hanks was on it and all this stuff and and yeah I don't know anyway I don't know how I got off on the tangent. Cool. Tales from the Rocks. It it is good. I like yeah. watch some of I watch it and Candyman gave me the most nightmares as a kid growing up. Candyman mm-hmm. I shouldn't have seen when I was yeah. the age that it was. Have you seen Candyman? You're gonna give me like a no. I'm just thinking that I think most of my nightmares as a kid came from Rescue 911 and Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries was kind of like if you're not understanding that it's not good, mm-hmm. it's scary. And yeah. should, Candyman, I watched at a friend's birthday party when I was like, it came out on VHS. So, yeah. you know, that, I don't even know when that is. I was way too young. Horrible nightmares <laughs> forever. Like, just <laughs> terrible, terrible nightmares. And then I watched the movie, you know, a couple of years ago, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty scary. I can see why that gave me nightmares. <laughs> it wasn't Tales from the Crypt. Um, but we were talking about Matt Smith. This dude, so he's in. Do- he was Doctor Who, I think, a while ago when he was like younger. Well, obviously, when he was younger, if it was in the past. But he then he was in the Crown. I watched all of the Crown. He plays the King Consort, which is like the husband to the Queen, but he's not in charge, isn't it? Like, and then now he's in House of the Dragon, 
trying to marry a queen and become that again. Yeah. And it's the weirdest <laughs> it's real, casting. real lateral move. It is, a, it is the weirdest typecasting I could possibly think of as <laughs> powerless king. Yeah. I just think it's such a bizarre thing. <laughs> To cast people as, um, but you know, sounds like a British Danny McBride or something. You know, like. <laughs> he just keeps being this one thing. Yeah, um, we really want you to play yourself in this one, which is a powerless king, and then he's just always kind of looking for something fun to consume his time. <laughs> yeah, like on House of the Dragon, is that he really wants to fuck his niece? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was probably in the Crown. <laughs> I didn't really get the subtext of it all. I don't think it was the king's son or the queen's son. Okay, so we, I keep talking about how that. Andrew's a pedophile keeps coming up on this podcast. It's like going to be a bingo square. But it's weird that like the prince of one of the most powerful countries in the world is a pedophile. And we all just talk about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I talk about it all the time. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, that's, you know, I use it on dates for small talk and stuff. And, right. Yeah. I only talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. I, uh, this is getting us on all the lists, honestly. Um, okay. Doctor Who. So none of us have seen Doctor Who. I think I know a little bit about it, but I'm not sure. Maybe I've seen some clips. Or is there anything that you brought into this? Uh, I mean, it's one of those things where it's so, like, uh, t- for a certain, like, segment of... Just so Maleficent. The culture. It's so Maleficent. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like, there's seeing the, like, just uh, by osmosis, you kind of just, like, gain some knowledge of some things. It's like, I didn't even... It's not even like consensual knowledge. It's like I, I I didn't want to know this stuff about Doctor Who, but I just kind of know that there's like a fucking uh, police box thing that yeah. he like t- travels through time. Right. Like I can name like five Kardashians. Yeah. But that's like again, that's non-consensual knowledge. Right. You know what I mean? You learn these. It is. It permeates. Yeah. You see exactly. clips and stuff like that. And yeah, and I know that he time travels. I know that he, uh, he always has somebody with him, mm-hmm. um, and that that's usually like a really helps your career if you're like a mid-level British actor mm-hmm. that kind of leads to some to other stuff sure and uh, that he like has a oh I didn't even didn't even use this in my script but I know that he has like a like a screwdriver thing like that's what he, that's his like thing like instead of a wand yeah interesting and I don't really know what it does I don't either this feels like it feels like it would be a very this, limited in application this it's is like, kind of what is like a show that's if this is a show you watch this is your show that's how I feel yeah. about Doctor Who I don't know anyone who's just sort of like I kind of like it I've seen all 700 episodes but it's, <laughs> you know what I mean it's like if this is the show you're as hyped for this as anything yeah and it's I mean it's also been like uh, I, yeah I just also like I'm just aware of it culturally as well like I know that it's like in addition to having been a long running like TV show I know that there's been like audio dramas and stuff like that and sometimes they use that to like bring back the old doctors and stuff and and um, that uh, it might have even been a cartoon at one they point they were like, even ahead been, of Marvel in the fan service reoccurrences yeah. where they're just like remember the people you used to know <laughs> They're back. Listen to this. Buy this. Do this. I think, uh, uh, like, Wolver- what's Wolverine guy's coming back? I saw. Yeah, he's, uh, he's gonna be in. Uh, Dead- they really, Deadpool. they really are trotting them back out. Mm-hmm. And now they've now they've like cracked open this like, oh, it's the the multiverse thing. It's like they can it can really just it's be the craziest cheat time. code of yeah. lays. It's amazing. Like you it's can kinda, do anything. Uh, you have to really like admire like the grift of it. Like it's like, oh yeah, because of uh, magic, <laughs> uh, Toby Maguire can buy a, another summer house. You like, remember everyone you've ever paid to yeah. see? They're back, 
in oh. various times. Oh, and every we also have this movie where anyone the internet thought would be fun, yeah, is also <laughs> playing people. It is. I, I like fan service sometimes, but it's so heavy recently with oh, like yeah. the Marvel stuff. They're just and now they well, it's crazy, especially with the with the multiverse thing too. Like you're like you're saying like with uh, that scene in Doctor Strange. It's like oh yeah. Also since. It kind of renders everything like meaningless a little bit too, because it's like, oh, so there's infinite universes. So, uh, yeah, here you wanted John Krasinski as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Here he is, and also his head explodes after like five <laughs> yeah, seconds. I know they had all these people show up, and I was like, oh, this movie's just making me realize I don't care about any of them. Instead of like caring about some of them a lot, yeah. now I'm just like, I don't really, uh, you know, this. It, it, they're almost cartoons now. Yeah, it feels I mean, they, it's, they built. They spent like ten years building up to like. Uh, we're fighting Thanos and like Iron Man makes this ultimate sacrifice and stuff. And they're already talking about like, oh, we're going to, uh, we'll, they'll bring him back in the next <laughs> one or whatever. It's Great. Like, nothing and matters. The way it all ended was so awesome. I had so much <laughs> yeah. fun watching like, uh, Endgame and stuff in theaters yeah. was like the coolest thing to go to a movie theater and experience. And then it just sort of is like, I don't know. It feels like the internet's almost writing them. Yeah. And it feels very wild. And then people get mad if they don't have the cameos they've invented in their heads, which I think is even more insane. Anyways, Doctor Who. You can, <laughs> you can cast it however you'd like to cast it. Let us know who you'd like us to play, and, and we'll read your script here. Yeah, I actually don't specify who the Doctor is in this, so it's it's your headcanon. It's whoever you imagine in your mind. You're the Doctor. Yeah. Um, if you have enough patience. <laughs> You, if there's a <laughs> screw somewhere in time that's loose, that you can use your sonic screwdriver. Like the new Doctor Who has like a Ryobi drill. It's not even a screwdriver anymore. There's a real controversial space. choice for the fans. <laughs> uh, okay, so wh- whoever you'd like to play whomever on here. Doctor Whom. Okay. Oh, that would have been a good... I'm... <laughs> I got, wait, I got to go back in and make some quick edits. <laughs> Uh, you know what? So the two leads in this are well. I don't spoil anything, but uh, and if you if they're reveals, you can also cast them when we get to them in the script. Okay. Uh, well, I, it's mostly say a a royal and Doctor Who. Okay. So I'll I'll be the Doctor. I'll fall on that sword. Okay. Slash I'll fall on that screwdriver. Doesn't Matt Damon kill someone like that and born something? That's a pencil. Anyways. All right. So who you cast us all. Let us know oh, who you oh, want Daniel to play, uh, who you want to play. Daniel, if you want to be the queen. You got it. Uh, Kyle, if you want to be the other royal. Okay. And let's see. Does someone read? Um... You can do the wall-to-wall, the okay, stage cool. and stuff. And then if anyone else pops up, you can cast it when we get to them Great. as well. Okay, cool. I think that's pretty much it. Great. And you actually had a title page. I did. I did. Yeah. I don't. I didn't. I don't know how to turn that off. I can usually tell who have, <laughs> has written something for any sort of money and who hasn't by if it shows up with title here, author name here, or like you actually fill that out because you know it's. I did have to no go in what. and change it because I did just use the script from the wire one and it still said the wire and I was like, oh, I better, <laughs> better change that. Uh, all right, whenever you're ready. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> There's a lot of uh, accent work in this, too, by the way. Just Perfect. So everyone's ready. Um, exterior, England, Buckingham Palace, day. The queen is giving an important speech about crumpets or some shit. 
Her son, Prince Charles, stands nearby, drumming his weirdly plump red sausage fingers together like Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Therefore, I henceforth declare that so long as I live, the sun shall never set on the British Empire. Uh, Oh, my word. The queen clutches her chest very Britishly as her face begins (laughs) to turn somehow whiter than it already was. Oi, you all right, mate, isn't it? Oi, I think I'm having a bloody heart attack, I am. Well, that won't do it all now, will it? Is there a bloody doctor in the house? (laughs) Suddenly, a police phone booth type thingy plummets out of the sky (laughs) and comes crashing to the ground. Whatever prominent British character actor has the best agent comes walking out of it. Did somebody call for a bleeding doctor then, isn't it? Oh, over here! Me mom, she's having a bit of a go at dying, she is! <laughs> oh, this is going to be insufferable. <laughs> Terribly sorry, mate, but I ain't that kind of doctor, ain't am I? I'm Doctor Who. You're Doctor Who? Well, that's what I bloody said, isn't it? No, I mean, you're Doctor Who. Like, as in, who are you? What am I doing? <laughs> exactly, I'm Doctor Who. <laughs> The two continue this conversation in an extremely hacky, who's-on-first kind of way for approximately 45 minutes while the queen slowly collapses and dies behind them. Oi! Enough of this silliness! Me mom, she's bloody dead, you cunt! Prince Charles turns directly to camera. I can say that word here because we're British. (laughs) Oi! Sorry about your mom, bruv. Might be able to do something about that, actually. You see? I'm a time-traveling doctor. Wow! Our healthcare system really is way better than America's. <laughs> you see, all we have to do is take your old dried-up corpse a bit forward in time and bring it to some bloke with advanced technology we can revive her. Who? Yes? No! I meant who can revive her? I can't revive her. That's why we need to take her forward to the future. What? Who? <laughs> it's Doctor Who. <laughs> They go on like this for another 45 minutes before they climb into the TARDIS, dragging the Queen's corpse behind them. Interior, TARDIS, moments later. So this thing... (laughs) So this thing is a bloody time machine? Yeah, I think it's kind of like a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure type deal. Maybe they ripped it off, I don't know. (laughs) Doctor Who hits some buttons very Britishly, and the TARDIS vanishes. Cut to exterior, England, Piccadilly Circus, the future. The TARDIS touches down in future England. You can tell it's the future because a nearby theater marquee reads, Austin Powers 7, this time he's really horny. (laughs) Doctor Who and the Prince step out of the time machine, still hauling the Queen's desiccated bag of bones behind them. Right then, here we are, mate. The future, isn't it? Hmm. Looks a bit of crap. (laughs) You're the one who's the bloody king of it, mate. Now let's get that dried up old twat. He quickly he turns quickly to camera, which again we can say because it's England. <laughs> he turns back to a proper future doctor. Just then, the two of them are approached by a group of Daleks. Da- I actually have never heard this said out loud. Uh, evil robots on wheels that look sort of like R two D two if you were working with a nineteen sixties British television budget. <laughs> oh no, Daleks! What are those? Well, it was pretty much just explained in the stage direction. <laughs> But basically, they're bad guys. Then bloody shoot them, isn't it? Oh, see, that's actually more of an American thing. I don't carry a gun. I defeat enemy- enemies with me wits, which are like the gun of the mind. This whole franchise seems really boring. I know, right? <laughs> Thinking fast, Doctor Who uses his wits, the gun of the mind, <laughs> to step up onto the nearby curb, rendering the Daleks unable to roll up onto it. <laughs> After a few minutes, they roll away to go have a pint at the pub. Well, that was pretty easy, isn't it? 
And look, we're right in front of the bleeding hospital we are. Yeah, it felt like it was kind of time to wrap this up. <laughs> anyway, let's get this old bitch inside. Just then, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle walk up. Char, you want to be Prince Harry? Yeah. Dad, white. Son, black wife. What is it? How did you get here? There's no time to explain why that would make sense. Anyway, Dad, <laughs> your mother is dead. It was her time to go, as it is for all of us one day. She would want you to move on and live a happy life without her. That's what I had to accept when my mom died. Prince Charles is struck by the sentiment. He places his meaty, pulsating hand on his son's shoulder. Wow. Your mom sounds pretty neat, son. I wish I could have met her. (laughs) (laughs) Prince Charles turns to Doctor Who. I've learned an important lesson today, Doctor, about using power responsibly. Now let's get back to the present so I can rule an entire country. Yes, and I must get back as well. But first I must transform into a completely different actor for some reason. Maybe even this time, a person of color. (laughs) After a beat of silence, everyone laughs. (laughs) The end. I feel like it would have like a... Like one of those Perfect sort of drama. things. I just feel like it kind was of got a those, radio like, drama, yeah. Yeah, it's got one of those. I could see this being like, a, first off, that was wonderful. Yeah, um, thank you. I think you probably nailed it. I, I wrote it at least like pretty close. Thanks, yeah. um, I would hope you weren't like, I spent a week on that. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone comes in here and they're like, this has consumed me, I, I feel bad. I do. I, I could see this being a radio thing that scares them in the way that War of the Worlds scared America <laughs> into thinking aliens were landing. Yeah. Like before anything, they're like, there's doctors. <laughs> or whatever would scare people. Prince I'm not Charles sure. is real. <laughs> hey, everybody. Kyle here. I want to talk to you once again about Nord VPN. Do you ever get frustrated that you can't watch certain live sports, live events because they aren't televised or available in your area or in your country? With Nord VPN, I, and in turn you, can switch your virtual location to a country that is showing the sports event you want to watch so you don't miss out, and you can catch all the action live. And the same thing applies, like a new TV show or a movie or something you're trying to find that is not available to watch in your country, even though you're super excited to see it. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location, like I said, on your device with just one click. And you can access streaming services from over 60 countries at no extra cost. This opens up Pandora's box of entertainment, and you wouldn't be able to access this without the power of NordVPN. NordVPN is the fastest VPN in the world. NordVPN prevents internet service provider from bandwidth throttling, so you consistently have reliable internet connection while you use it. It's the price of a cup of coffee every month, which is a small price to pay for premium cybersecurity and access to a vast amount of entertaining content from all over the world. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash it to get a huge discount on your NordVPN plan four months for free with that as well. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee that is nordvpn.com slash never seen it try it risk free go check it out hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. 
God, I want to see Austin Powers 7. <laughs> How many are there? Three? Still just the three. Yeah. I've never seen an Austin Powers before. What? I'm sorry. But no, I think that's gotta, great. You have to Who, do that for uh, an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to rewrite a comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's also tough to think you have a new angle on Fat Bastard. <laughs> 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 that hasn't been beaten into the ground. <laughs> Body positive bastard. <laughs> 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 Fat, good relationship with both parents, even though they don't pep- get along. He gets a pep talk from Lizzo. <laughs> I think the word, Game of Thrones kind of uh, uh, the word bastard lost all meaning to me yeah. because of that show. That was like such. It was like a lowercase <laughs> b in that show for so long. I'd never heard it. It's right. They literally have an episode called Battle of the Bastards, which, like, outside <laughs> of the context of that show, would be the funniest episode title ever. The funniest. If if Austin Powers was made now, that would be a DVD special feature mm-hmm. where he just put, he's like Eddie Murphy style oh doing God. like a game show of all of them, all different kinds of bastards. Oh but they're God. doing like the American Ninja Warrior. Or whatever. Oh yeah, I want to see Family Food with the clumps versus the bastards. Family I, Food, gotta be the clumps versus the bastards. That would be an amazing matchup. Oh man, I don't even understand what fat bastard is because like I haven't seen Austin Powers. Yeah. I don't really. I but think you he's do. Scottish. You understand, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's is he a good guy or? Bad guy. Oh, he's a bad guy. Um, yeah. But is he like Doctor Evil's like henchman? <laughs> kind of. I don't think I just remembered something that... from the third one, which is that at the very end of it, he loses. Uh, he's no longer fat. He's lost a bunch of weight, and it's because oh, yeah. of Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the true, the true villain so of the franchise. In this movie, Jared from Subway, Fat Bastard, and Beyonce, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> are all in the same movie. Oh, man. And where are they now? <laughs> uh, both making surprise appearances. Okay, we're going to take a... What do, we, what do we have for time? I think it's, we're good for a break. We're going to take a little quick break. All right. Um, game time? Let's do you it. guys feeling good? That was so, that's such a funny script. Oh, thanks. I want to make that one a cartoon so bad. <laughs> the visual of, like, the robots not making it up the curb. <laughs> that's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. That would be such an incredible thing. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. We are back. We are going to play some games here. I'm organized now. I have a little notebook, um, and we're going to play some games. We're actually going to play The first game we're going to play is called Rapid Fire Trivia about a TV show. We're seeing the TV show would probably help you get some of the questions. It's Rapid Fire Trivia So I have 15 trivia questions about Doctor Who, because uh, <laughs> neither of you have seen it famously. So what we're going to do is, Char, you're going to leave the room, okay. and then uh, Chase is going to take this 15-question quiz. Okay. If you get a question right, it is five points. If you get a question pretty close to I'll give you a half credit, that's that's two points, okay? So it's like if I if, if you're just – you just got to answer as fast as you can what you think it probably is. Great. They're all yes or no, right? They are not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are not yes or no questions. They are constructed response questions. So just answer whatever you think it probably is, kind of based on whatever. Okay. And then if you're close enough in the world, I'll give you two points for it. And uh, and then, Char, you'll come back in and see if you can beat a score, okay? Okay, great. We're doing a thing while Char leaves the room. Wait, I think I have. Nice. We got so good music for this music. one. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of making me a little tense now, though. Mm. But maybe it'll make us go fast. So this is trivia we're seeing. The show would definitely help you with the trivia. Um... Let me get my pen. Crap, where is it? Looks like I'm typing it. Uh, guess we right, can't play. Here we go. 15 questions about uh, Doctor Who. You haven't seen Doctor Who, so as close as we can get, we'll see what we have going here. Does that seem like a good volume on the music? 
Here we go. You've never seen Doctor Who. Here's 15 questions about it. When the Doctor first meets little Amelia outside after he crashes the TARDIS, what food does he ask her for? The fish and chips. No. Uh, how many episodes of Classic Who aired prior to the movie with Paul McGann? Jesus. That was so many words, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> th- th- uh, 35. <sighs> not not quite. Professor Yana and Thaskalos were aliases used by what villain? Uh, 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 Jean-Luc Picard. Not close. We are at zero points. Which volcano does the Doctor and his companion watch explode in Mount season Saint four? Mount St. Helens. No, but I'm going to give you points because you actually named, a mount, uh, <laughs> uh, named one there, so that's two points. What enemy do the Doctor and Rose face in the episode Rose? Da- Daleks. No. That's the one that I know. <laughs> What's the most invaded planet in the galaxy? Come on, man. No, I'm going to say Uranus. <laughs> Not quite, but I'm giving you two points because it's good. <laughs> How long was it between the air dates of the finale of the last classic Who series survival and the premiere of the new Who episode Rose? Mm, I'm going to say... A barely legal 18 years. You are very close. You're getting two points. Nice. When the doctor meets Amelia Pond, what is it that Is he... that the second Amelia that's come up? I think it's the same Amelia as before. Okay. When the doctor meets Amelia Pond, what is it that he eats and actually likes? Uh... 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 Crumpets. No, but your first answer would have been right. What are the first aliens we see in the episode Silence of the Library? Daleks. No. What did Cassandra claim she was the last of? Uh, The last... uh, Oh, fuck. Starfighter. No. What alias does Doctor often use? The Doctor often use on Earth when he goes undercover as a human. Mister. No. TARDIS is a spacecraft and time machine in Doctor Who. What does it stand for? This all is <laughs> this dumb. All? <laughs> Close. What does, I was almost there. What does the outside of the TARDIS look like? A uh, police box, which I don't know what that is. It's a phone booth. Oh. Um, two points. The Doctor belongs to what race? White? <laughs> <laughs> what is the although if the people online got to write the show, um, what is the favorite word of the Daleks? Is that how you say it? I don't know. Uh, uh, stop. No, not quite. All right, we got two points four times, so eight points. Eight nice. points, not bad. I'll give you that. All right, yeah. uh, let's see if Shark can Shark Shark. <laughs> Okay, you have to beat eight points. Okay. We got eight points. He got close on four. And with these ones now, I'll give you guys the right answer afterwards. So, you, like, it will register in your head forever um, at all. So this is rapid-fire trivia about a show you haven't seen. We're seeing the show probably would help you with the trivia. Answer as fast as you can. All right, are you ready? Yes. When the doctor first meets little Amelia outside after he crashes, crashes the TARDIS, what food does he ask her for? Crumpet. No, but that was... <laughs> <laughs> we know two British foods. <laughs> How many episodes of Classic Who... It's an apple. How many episodes of Classic Who aired prior to the movie with Paul McGann? Ten. It was 694. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Yana and Thaskalos were aliases used by which villain? 
uh, meathead. Ooh, the master. Okay. Which volcano does the doctor and his companion watch explode in season four? Vesuvius. It is Mount Vesuvius. Wow. That's five <laughs> points. What enemy do the doctor and Rose face in the episode Rose? Uh, the doctor. Ooh, it's Autons. Okay. What is the most invaded planet in the galaxy? Earth. No. How long was it between the air dates? Oh, it's Tivoli. How long is it between the air dates of the finale of the last classic Who series survival and the premiere of New Who episode Rose? Six hours. Fifteen years. (laughs) (laughs) When the doctor meets Amelia Pond, what is it that he eats and actually likes? Crumpet. No. (laughs) Fish. Fish. Fish fingers and custard. What are the first aliens we see in the episode Silence of the Library? Gray guys. I don't know, maybe headless monks. Okay. Eh. What did Cassandra claim she was the last of? Um, the doctors. No, humans. What alias does the doctor often use on Earth when he goes undercover as a human? Mm, uh, police officer. John Smith. Okay. TARDIS is wow, a spacecraft and the time machine in Doctor Who. What does TARDIS stand for? This aero reality d- disc is sick. Well, <laughs> it is time and relative dimension in space, so I think that's two points. You got part of one of the words. What does the outside of a TARDIS look like? Uh, it's all windows. It's like glass. Shiny. No, it's a phone booth. I can't give you two for that. Okay. The Doctor belongs to which race? The human race. No. Time Lord. Mm. Chase said white. <laughs> <laughs> what is the favorite word of the Daleks? You're down by one point. You got to get close uh, here. Uh, halt. Mm, <laughs> I can't give you a point for that. It is exterminate. Mm. So the winner of stopped? Rapid Fire Trivia <laughs> is Chase Mitchell with eight points. Um, congratulations, uh, Chase. Thank you. Uh, although Shaw was the only person to actually get one of them completely <laughs> right, which was Vesuvius. And I remembered that, you know. <laughs> From all the times you had seen it before? Yeah. Uh, okay. The next game we're going to play here on the show. Ready to play before and afters. This is called Before and Afters. We're putting Doctor Who behind us now for the rest of the episode. We're going to the rest of the stuff here. Before and Afters, two movies have been smashed together into one movie. I will read you the smashed together plot. You have to tell me the Smash Together title. So, The Wolf of Wally Street, that's a Smash Together title. Saving Private Silverman, Fargo, those are all Smash Together titles, right? I'll read you the Smash Together plot. They're all way harder than the examples. And um, you guys can work together, or you can work independently. And uh, here we go. You ready for your first one? Yes. Yeah. An old box. This is kind of fun. <laughs> I picked up the mic. <laughs> is that? Yeah, like a... Like an old school newscaster. Yeah, I feel like I'm calling a boxing match. Yeah, yeah the stock market is crashing. <laughs> the chill announcer is like, <laughs> oh, the Great Depression starts. He's like calling it that already. That's how chill. How it is. did he know? <laughs> he called it World War One the whole time. <laughs> Feels like he was onto something. Here we go. An old boxing trainer. That's funny. Reluctantly takes on a new trainee, a baby born with vast universal knowledge. Oh, An old wow. boxing trainer reluctantly takes on a new trainee, a baby born with a vast universal knowledge. Million-dollar baby geniuses? Wow. That's exactly it. Shit. Million-dollar baby geniuses. I don't even think you've seen either of those movies. No, I have I might have I seen like baby trying geniuses. To, I was trying to work, like, Creed into something. Hmm. <laughs> Creed I'm boss baby? <laughs> 
These ones are pretty. Here we go. Next one. Colombian cocaine is smuggled into America by an aging Claude mutant. Colombian cocaine is smuggled into America by an aging Claude mutant. Scarface? Uh, no, no, that's just the movie Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you like paused in a different part though. You're like Scarf Ache. <laughs> I mean, the, the second one is Logan. I'm pretty sure, but okay. I'm lost on the. On the oh, uh, oh shit. Uh, what? No. For some reason, I thought I was thinking of Cocaine Cowboys, but they're the- Colombian cocaine is smuggled into America by an aging Claude mutant. I just keep thinking of Medellin. Oh, and it's like, oh, that wasn't even a real movie. That is was just on Entourage. Blogan? Blogan. Oh. Blogan, which is a combination of Logan and, and Blog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the movie with Johnny Depp, Blog. Uh, here we go. This one is insane. Two soldiers get impossible orders to run through enemy territory and deliver a message that the founding fathers of America must sing their way to signing the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. Uh... 191776. Damn. Yeah. One of my favorite smash togethers possible <laughs> right there. Just all numbers. Also would have accepted 191,776. <laughs> Here we go. Eh, we got two more. A slick sports agent must start his own agency with only one client, a flashy football player who also walked between the World Trade Buildings on a high wire. <laughs> Jerry McGuane on McGann on wire. Jerry Jerry Man on McGuire? Uh, we'll take that. We're looking for Jerry Man on Guire. <laughs> oh, on of course. <laughs> they easily put together Jerry Man on Guire. <laughs> last one, last one here. Four sisters who are trying to pave their own social, professional, and romantic paths meet a man who claims to be from a military unit of psychic soldiers. <laughs> little little women who stare at goats. Little women who stare at goats is correct. <laughs> it's fun to pick up the xylophone. That's also a movie I would very much like to see. Um, you guys kind of killed it. Yeah. yeah. Got all of them? I think so. I think we got everyone. Yeah. Okay, let me look at our next game that we have in here. Once again, I have this little notebook. What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast, just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder. Colorado and March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, AKA suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful. Uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have. Uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, 
Fort Collins. Go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. We have a new game we're going to try today that hasn't really been thought out at all, um, but we're going to give it a go. This game does not have a song. This game is called Do I Think Chase Can List Three Movies That Char Has Seen in a Row? <laughs> so Char has not seen anything ever. Like, even for this podcast, he has not seen anything ever. Um... What I want you to try and do is name three movies in a row that he has seen. That's the whole game. <laughs> he has not seen anything. I okay. mean, it is hard. And you know what? I Yeah, let's see if you can name you know three in a row. So go ahead. Any movie ever that you think he's seen. Do, if, if, if I hit one that he hasn't, do I just start you over You have to again? start back over. Cool. All right. Star Wars. Nope. Come on, man. <laughs> I know I know what you've seen, and I don't know if I could win. Yeah. Um, the Back to the Future. No. What? <laughs> Why is this like the saddest game for some reason? Here, I'll I'll do. I'll put some music in the background. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh, we're on the board. That's one. Shawshank Redemption. No. Shit, we're back to zero. All right, we'll consider that one strike. If you get one, in, if you get right. into the progress and miss, then that's how the game can ever thanks end. For, you, thanks for taking pity on me. Um, <laughs> this is the next 40 minutes of the podcast. Uh, Scarface. No. <sighs> but you said it earlier. Oh, I listened to a ton of rap. <laughs> And I um, saw like every episode of MTV Cribs, and they all had Scarface posters, <laughs> or they had it moved playing. I'll say TV counts too. Oh, that opens gosh. it up a little bit. Uh, Sopranos. No. Breaking Bad. No. The Wire. No. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, back to movies. <laughs> ET. Yes. Hey. All right. So um, this is for the furthest we've made it, or two strikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, what's another movie? <laughs> <laughs> but that's where you gotta start. <laughs> um, Saving Private Ryan. No. <sighs> Two strikes. Uh, Schindler's List. No. <sighs> that's anti Semitic. Um, <laughs> uh, <sighs> Toy Story. Yes. Ooh. All right. This is for the whole game. Uh, Toy Story 2. No, I don't think so. Okay. Did, didn't stick with it, huh? I don't think I did. Char, what are three movies you've seen? Uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Okay. Knocked Up. And okay. Super Bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a stretch there where I was <laughs> checking them out. Oh, good try. Were you Honestly, getting born in 2005? <laughs> getting two out of ten was higher Pretty than most impressive. people would get, yeah. I think, coming on here. Yeah. Um, okay, what are we looking at for our clock here? Okay, we'll probably have taken a break already then. <laughs> uh, we have two more games that are going to play. Both these games are a little bit quicker. 
this game is called Build the Perfect Movie. Build a perfect movie. How this game works is I will give you a category. You each have to pick two movies from that category whose Rotten Tomatoes score add up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. So Price is Right rules apply. Mm -hmm. You'll each pick one. We'll review the Rotten Tomatoes scores, and then you can pick your second one accordingly. uh, But the last game just demonstrated how bad he's going to be at this one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But that should open this up for you to take this over. He at least can name movies. (laughs) I've heard of them. I've heard of a lot of movies. I just haven't seen them. He can at least name them or whatever, but you know, that. yeah, that kind of is. So so let's do, you know, we will do comedy. You're trying to build the perfect comedy. So you'll each name one. And then we'll review the scores, and then you pick your second one based on the score of that first one. Uh, does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Then we both get it. Shar, you can go first here with the comedy. I'll give us a little background noise as well. I'm going to go Rookie of the Year. Okay. Chase, your first movie? I'm going to go with... I'm going to start low so that my second one can be high. I'm going to go with Saving Silverman. Mm. I You're have seen starting that. low. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, Ron right, this is an Oscar-winning movie. Critics don't know anything. Uh, here we go. Rookie of the Year, thirty-five percent. So you're looking for a sixty-five. Saving Silverman. What do you think it is? I'm gonna go with twenty-five. It's nineteen percent. So you're looking for an eighty-one. And since you have more to make up, you'll pick first here in the second round, Chase. Uh, let's see. Eighty-one or less. Um. I'm going to go with Game Night. I bet Char's seen that movie. I have. I also saw Saving Silverman <laughs> and Rookie of the Year. You're so, so good at this game now, naming movies. You three see. movies. I- uh, okay. Char, you were looking for a 65. I'll say Liar Liar. Tough one to not be able to spell. Kind of embarrassing. <laughs> okay, here we go. I turn the sound off. There we go. Saving Silverman is a 19%. Game night, 85%. So we are over by four, right? Yeah. We're over by wow. a little bit. Uh, not quite. Didn't qualify there. Rookie of the year, 35%. Liar, liar, 83%. No way. 83. It feels like they wouldn't like that movie. Yeah. Because it was people enjoyed it. So wow. both over here. We're going to have to run this back and play one more time. Okay. This time we're doing anything that isn't a comedy. That is our genre of movie. <laughs> We've now eliminated okay. the one Char scene. Anything that isn't a comedy, Char, you'll go first on this one. All right. Um, I will say uh, Memento. Never saw it. Don't know. Okay. Yeah, I just watched that the other day. It's uh, good. For the first time in like 20 years. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, built my whole uh, personality in college off of having seen it. That's um, great, though. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna use the same strategy of going low first. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, let's see. Again, I'm thinking. What's a movie? Um, Jurassic World Dominion. All right, here we go. Memento is a 93. <laughs> A 93, so you're going to need a 7 or less. Jurassic World Dominion is a 29. A 29, so we're looking for a 71. So, Chase, you'll pick first. You got more to make up. 71% non-comedy. Okay. 
I'm gonna go with Valkyrie. The movie everyone remembers. Yeah, it's weird. Tom Cruise is in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is it about Nazis or something? Yeah. Oh, wow. Brian Singer made it. That's fun. Uh, okay. Char, <laughs> we're looking for a, a seven or less. I didn't like the accusatory way that you've said that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, I didn't mean you, to mumble why Nazis. Is, why does your mind go right to a <laughs> to Brian, Brian Singer, Singer movie. Nazi movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because this is called Never Seen It, and it has Nazi in the name of it. So I think that's why you did yeah. it. Uh, is the movie called The Leprechaun? The like horror movie? There's a movie called Leprechaun. That's yeah. Let's That's go with that. Yeah, they for. don't put a pretentious the in there. All right. I wonder if it's even on Rotten Tomatoes. There it is. All right. Let us review. Jurassic World Dominion, twenty nine percent. Valkyrie, sixty two percent. That's a ninety one. Wow. That's a very good story or, or score. Uh, Memento, ninety three. Leprechaun. 27, <laughs> way over. Yep. They really liked Leprechaun, so Chase <laughs> the winner once again. Uh, Char one having not seen, Chase one's, uh, ones. We're really doing it here. My extensive knowledge of Brian Singer's filmography finally <laughs> pays off. I didn't even know he made movies. I thought he was just like a guy hanging out with the poker night. Uh, <laughs> last game we're going to play today, this game is called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing, having only watched a trailer and never having heard of the movie The Game. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, wow. Guess what movie trailer Kyle's dad is describing Having only watched the trailer and never having heard of the movie game How this game works is my dad describes a movie trailer that he watched You have to guess what movie it's a trailer for He has seen less movies than Char That's the best way I can put it He doesn't know any of the parts that make up movies Uh, let me think Alright, here we go Okay, she's cussing right out of the gate here. <laughs> he guessed right that she is the mother. She's talking to the news and we see a cop drive up. That is bright red. He said the sign isn't very fair. She talks really fast at him. A lady with a funny eye has a problem with what she put up. <laughs> Some of these people oh. have southern accents. Some I do not. Do I just blurt it? No. She hurt the dentist, and now the cop is walking in, asking about it. Is this affirming your guess? Seems kind of funny, though. (laughs) The music is really big. Everyone is really upset. (laughs) She interrupted the news. Some really vulgar language. (laughs) (laughs) So they hung up on that one aspect. (laughs) That's a movie trailer. It's crazy (laughs) to hear cussing. Uh, Chase, about two-thirds of the way in, you thought you got it. Uh, What do you think it is? Uh... I am going to guess three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. It is three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Congratulations. You're the big winner today on Never Seen It. You now become the new host of Never Seen It with Chase Mitchell. The good news is it's a lot of work. Uh, But thank you very much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Chase, if you want to let people know where to find you and all the stuff where there's things. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm at Chase Mitt on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and then I have a letterbox too. I forget what my handle is on it, but it's probably the same thing. You can link. They probably got a link on your Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah, that's what it is. Link can find on there. And Shar, you want to let everyone know where things are at? Yeah, just DanielShar.com. Stuff you can read and watch. Wonderful. Thank you guys so much. Uh, big shout out to Moist on the Discord for the podcast who came up with those before and afters for today. I appreciate that a lot. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day.
<laughs> I couldn't remember what to say after that. That was so weird. I was like, is that how he closes no, all? I couldn't remember if I'd said wonderful yet. Okay. That was weird. Um, that was so fun. Yeah. Thank you very much. That is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. Thank you to Chase Mitchell for having never seen Doctor Who. Thank you to Daniel Shar for having never seen anything ever. Here's a quick clip from a Patreon-exclusive podcast called Character Study. Patreon.com slash never seen it. You can hear the full thing. In Character Study, we pick TV show characters, favorite movies, and this episode we talk about Veep. I went, so I also have a, I think she tells everyone her favorite movie is Lincoln. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There's no way she's seen it. What was he? Let me guess how it ends. Like she yeah. says something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. guess. He gets shot in the head. Like she, like really behind closed doors, is just like you gotta be fucking kidding me. Everyone's tired of this guy. But it's such a PC movie as a politician. Lincoln is the politician everyone can say is their favorite yeah. politician with zero pushback. Yeah, and and whenever it, someone asks her like uh, like what is your favorite part, she's just like, well, it's Steven Spielberg. I know, or or actually, and I think she does like that something gets done. Like, yeah, like, it takes you back to when you could get something done in Washington. All it took was pretending a woman wasn't crazy or something like that. Yeah, I think she could have fun with that. I think she says Lincoln. I believe her favorite movie is Kill Bill Volume Two. <laughs> I believe Absolutely. in her alone time. She liked Kill Bill one, but he didn't. She didn't get him. I I. That's it. So if you like that character study, we got a bunch of stuff going on. Patreon.com/slash Never Seen It. You can find it up there. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you uh, on behalf of Starburns Audio, myself, Ali Naku, Rebecca Steinberg, everybody. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, truly, truly. Thank you. Yeah. And capping off this episode with a shout-out to the physical stuff, shout-outs, and more tier on the Patreon. Uh, this is $15 a month, and every month I'll mail you a new before-and-after sticker, a joke on a topic of your choice. And, you know, you get all this stuff on the internet, and you get all the Patreon stuff, you get a bunch of stuff, physical stickers and merch and things like that. Shout-out Brandon P., Devin F., Matt M., Hannah H., Brianna M., Quinn P., Eric S., Lacey A., Chris J., Vanessa T., thank you guys so much for the shout-out tier and uh, physical stuff and more. And then check us out, patreon.com slash it. Appreciate y'all. A, pod- <clears throat> A podcast network.